Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Global premiere, no less. Global premiere at the Art Science Museum, Virtual Realms, video games transformed. Well, we are so lucky in Singapore that we have so many amazing yeah. art experiences and visual experiences to have. And the Art Science Museum never uh, fails to uh, impress me anyway and my yeah. family when we go to see these. The newest one is called the Virtual Realms, Video Games Transformed. Pairs of six of the world's most acclaimed video game developers with six leading media design studios to create a series of large-scale immersive installations. We'll find out what that all means right now. Patrick Moran, the co-curator and acting co-head of Barbican International Enterprises, who are putting this thing together with us now on Weekend Mornings. Patrick, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning, guys. Now, it's great to have you with us. And, and you know, just looking at the website, we haven't been to the exhibit yet, but I think Neil and I are probably going to get there this this week sometime. But uh, it, it just looks amazing what you have done here. T- try to explain this. It is such a visual thing, but try to give us a an explanation of what we're going to experience when we go to this and what it's all about. Sure. So the, the exhibition is about taking the sort of astounding worlds and creativity and technology of video games and taking it sort of out of its normal context away from you know something that works on a a playstation or a pc and has to you know be out by christmas and as a sort of commercial project and challenging game designers to work in a really different way to you know to have a completely different audience to work with um you know a, a a communal audience you know a gallery audience and and taking all that wonderful kind of creativity they have and sort of reimagining it, remapping it into a into a gallery space. So that's the kind of general idea. Well, Patrick, you've picked the perfect location for your global <laughs> premiere. I mean, we're a small country, but we're a dense country of gamers. Everybody knows that. You know, we've got some of the best e-gamers now in the world. Uh, we've got a, a reputation of being avid gamers for, for decades now. And I think the Art Science Museum is a wonderful space, a wonderful yeah, installation indeed. space for this kind of concept but it's just that the idea of the concept you've picked six game developers if i've got that right how did you pick them what was the criteria and what did they produce okay so we work well the the sort of the first sort of person we selected is a japanese game designer called tetsuya mizuguchi whose most famous games are res res infinite and tetris effect and we wanted to work with him because he was already doing some projects in galleries as well as working in games still. We invited him to join the project to work alongside me as a curator. And he said, I would love to join the project, but I want to make one of these works as well. So I said, okay, that's one of my lists. That's good. And that makes my job slightly easier. And so then together we started to try and think about like really making a selection of game designers which show the vast sort of range of people who make video games now and the vast range of games that are made so we have uh, sort of Tetsuya Mizuguchi whose work is all very much focused on sound and the concept of synesthesia which is this neurological phenomena where you you don't just sort of see a color it will be associated with like a another sensation maybe some sort of tone or sound or like even a texture sort of a sense of touch and he tries to trying to impart this kind of feeling through his games and through the installation, which you'll try at, at Art Science Museum. And then we have another Japanese 
game designer called Hideo Kojima, who's most famous for the Metal Gear Solid and Death Stranding games. And we really wanted to work with him because he's, again, like, you know, a real icon and just brings like some uh, a totally unique vision to video games. And he's created this kind of two gallery space where it's two walls which are interactive and they're very, very different spaces. And you can kind of communicate, you can interact through these walls with people who are, you know, anonymous on the other side. It's about building a connection across these two spaces. And it's really about how games often they're framed as a kind of, you know, an, an isolating experience, but they're really not. They're people build very strong bonds through gaming. Patrick, can I jump in there, Patrick? Uh, you said in- interactive element without giving too much away. Obviously, we want to have a surprise when people go there. I'm just curious, how? How, how do regular visitors interact with these games? So it's really not a game. It's a more like of course. A, a big installation. Uh, mm. But the interactions are really, really different. So in, in Mizuguchi Sands, you're given a, a special object, this kind of sphere, which has lots of different technologies in it and as you move around the space you change the sound and the visuals in the space and there's like a sort of a very sort of like club-like soundtrack which you can start to sculpt as you manipulate the sphere around around the space so that's a very deep and rich and very different type of interaction which leads often to what you often see in a gallery and then with kojima sam's his is all this this huge glass wall with these kind of on one side, it's all sort of microscopic, sort of biological elements like cells, which you can manipulate and move around. And the other side is the, the kind of opposite scale. It's the galactic. It's all these sort of elemental particles and black holes, which you can sort of pull apart and rearrange. And then um, there's a connection between the two spaces. So you can actually try and push your presence into the other space as well. But it's difficult to, yeah. until you see, it's difficult to get across. But that's just two examples. Very interesting. We're talking with Patrick Moran, the co-curator of Art Science Museum, Virtual Realms, Video Games Transformed. And Patrick, you said something interesting about how many of us think that video games separate people and, and isolate people. But in fact, they do bring them together and, and fam, you know, kids join other kids online, for example. Kids, I should say. Gamers uh, join other people online and build these relationships. And um, as I take my 12-year-old son to this, will he get as much out of it as, as I will as, as an older person who's not a gamer? How is – when you think about the way you've put this together, is there kind of something for different age levels and participation levels in games? Absolutely. So all the experiences are sort of collaborative and communal. They're, they're not singular. So you experience them as a group and all the interactions, they're not using complex sort of game controllers. They're much kind of like uh, refined and simplified. So they're for people to play as a group, as an audience, and they should all be very intuitive. And we have a lot of uh, the Art Science Museum have a fantastic visitor experience team who are there on hand to kind of guide people through each of these installations. But it's about, you know, for gamers, it's a sort of a, a very different way to connect with the sort of games and the designers which they're passionate about. But for non-gamers, it's a way to kind of see and understand video game creativity in a very different way, you know, a more perhaps a more welcoming way than than joining an online game or, or something like that. So it's, it's trying to bring a very different perspective on video games and trying to celebrate them as a very important um, art form and seeing how they can be 
transformed and reimagined for new audiences. Patrick, can I just check first? You're part of a company called Barbican International Enterprises. Is That's based in London originally, is that correct? Yeah, we're not actually a company. So that's okay. the department I work in, which is part of the Barbican Centre, which is a, a big yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, the reason I ask that is because we're always fascinated by people's career paths on mm. this show. You know, being Money FM. Firstly, I'm interested in how do you get involved in something like this? We have a lot of gamers in Singapore. It's very fascinating to me that you end up doing this for a living. That you design these gaming video game exhibitions. That's the first part of the question, and the second is. How do you choose Singapore? You know, you're based in London. It's mm. a global enterprise. What makes you pick Singapore? Well, I'll answer the Singapore question first. But it's we have a bigger touring program. We tour over exhibitions on other subjects, on, on AI, on manga and Asian comics. Mm. On, we have another video games project. With, so we do, we cover a lot of kind of like very topical, very key sort of popular culture themes. And the Art Science Museum is an institution we have a huge amount of respect for and have wanted to do a project together for many, many years. And we always share with them what we're working with. And this would just happen to be the right kind of project for us to collaborate on. The schedule all worked out and they instantly bought into the vision for it. They loved the creators we were bringing to the project. And they thought, as, as you said, that there's a it would really resonate with audiences here. So it, it just made absolute sense for us to, to debut it in, in, in Singapore. Patrick, when you look at this, uh, this exhibit and, and uh, you know, as it goes through in, in coming, um, well, it's going to go through the 9th of January next year, so almost a half a year, I guess. Uh, what, do you, what do you hope will be the end result? What do, you, what do you hope, how will this change people who attend this, this exhibition? What do you want them to get out of it? I really want them to sort of change their perspective on, on video games so they will see them as this, you know, this really fantastic 21st century art form that there's just a huge diversity and variety in the types of games, the types of experiences and the types of people who play them. And so we're really trying to celebrate that in, in this exhibition. Um, so it's kind of like breaking down those sort of boundaries between gamers and non-gamers and just giving people a great sort of art experience from a from a new perspective, from a from a gaming perspective. Wonderful. And I'm guessing you're an avid gamer yourself, otherwise you wouldn't be doing this. How did you get into gaming? You know, what were your seminal games growing up that developed your love of gaming? Are you old um, school? Did you did you pick up around the PlayStation time, Nintendo, before then, after then? Yeah, my my sort of era was the sort of uh, Mega Drive and then the N64 was sort of when I really started to get into games. And as a teenager, I became, yeah, not just a, a passionate gamer, but I really wanted to, you know, know more about them, to read about them. So I started to sort of find books about game design, things like that. Um, and then started a career in the arts, which was not really game related, but always had this kind of sort of passion for gaming and knew a lot about it and followed how the industry and the culture around games was changing and then working for with a team which do these kind of shows around popular culture and emerging technologies i was i've just been very privileged to take that kind of 
fandom and uh, hobby interest and then bring it into bring it into arts institutions. No, it's wonderful. I think there'll be many young Singaporeans out there who'd be very jealous and would like to pursue a similar career. Yeah. I just feel my age, Glenn. I was thinking Gallagher, Pac-Man, <laughs> Asteroids, Pong, you know, yeah, Space Invaders. <laughs> How old? Chase HQ was a big one. Operation Wolf with the machine uh, gun, I remember. Mm. I, I, you remember these games, or am I just that old, Patrick? You're that old. You don't have to answer that, Patrick. That's fine. We get it. <laughs> no, I do. Um, well, we also have another gaming project, which is kind of a history of games, which is called Game On, and kind of whereas Virtual Realms is like looking forward to the future of games, Game On is more historical. And so that has a lot of those older games in, uh, going all the way back to Pong and Asteroids. So I know those games very, very well. Did you, did you <laughs> take that? Is that the exhibition that went to Melbourne? Yes. I yeah, went yeah, to yeah. it. I went to it. Really? It's the best exhibition in my life, Glenn. I mean, is, please tell me you're going to bring it to Singapore at some point. But it's basically that. They, they, it's a history of gaming, yep. and it must cost a fortune. They have... Pong, they have yeah. Pac-Man, the original Space Invaders, and I've never seen so many grown men spend an entire day <laughs> at an exhibition, and I went back a second time, and I saw the same people there. It was just the best exhibition. Of which you were one of them. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of the exhibition, Patrick. I didn't realise that was one of yours. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a Barbican project. Awesome. Hey, Patrick, we're going uh, to leave it there. Patrick Moran, the co-curator, acting co-head of Barbican International Enterprises. Uh, they have put together Virtual Realms Video Games Transformed at the Art Science Museum from now until the 9th of January, 2022. Thanks uh, a lot for being with us today, Patrick, on Weekend Mornings, Money FM. Thanks, guys. Great to talk. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.